Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Food Heals Podcast, Episode 88. As much as I'm a proponent that Food Heals, that's my entire brand, that's my film, that's my podcast, that's my website. What else heals? Love heals. Love is loving yourself. How do you love yourself? By taking actions every day to support your own body, your own mental health, your own emotional and spiritual health. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. All right, welcome Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today we've got something a little bit different for you. 
We're so excited about the Healing Cancer in This Century Summit that we wanted to play you the full interview Allison did with Carlos Caridad. The summit goes live in two days, officially on May 9th, but we wanted to give you a taste of the summit. Just a taste. Just a a smidge. (laughs) And if you're a frequent listener of this show, then, you know, you've heard me tell my story before. But in this interview, we actually go deeper into some things we haven't really talked about before on this podcast, like the ACE score, A-C-E, which measures your level of exposure to childhood trauma, and then it's able to determine your risk for disease as adult. And that study was conducted by the CDC, right? Yeah, exactly. It's really interesting. Um, It was a collaboration between the CDC and Kaiser Permanente, and it really makes the connection between childhood trauma and toxic stress in adults and their diseases as adults. And of course, holistic health practitioners, psychotherapists have been saying this for years, but finally you know, the scientific bodies caught up. No, but that's amazing. There's a quantitative, you know, view of it now as, you know, it's actually legitimate. It's not just, oh, you know, what was your toxic trauma? No, it's legitimate. Yes. So they legitimized it for for everyone, everyone who was a non-believer of how much your emotions affect your health. And that's that's, amazing. That's progress. That's what the conference is all about. Like it's, it's really about what emotionally are you holding on to that is causing this, this disease in your body, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. So before we get to Allison's Healing Cancer in This Century interview, we have to tell you about today's sponsor. Our sponsor today is the Global Healing Center, where you can get 20% off any Global Healing Center brand product. Like Oxy Powder. I love Oxy Powder. It is a safe and effective colon cleanse product that uses the power of oxygen to gently cleanse and detoxify your entire digestive tract. It relieves of gas, bloating, occasional constipation. It it works, Food Heals Nation. I'm just going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they still have our old favorites, the Parfait Visage Wrinkle Reducing Cream and my fave, the Aqua Spirit Refreshing Spray Beach in a Bottle. Beach in a Bottle, Food Heals Nation. You can also try their O2 Zap ozonated olive oil and this helps with eczema and acne so we get a lot of questions about those two besides changing your diet which we know is number one check out the o2s app they're all organic all vegan all natural lots of great products food heals nation i buy from them regularly my whole family does check them out at globalhealingcenter.com and use the discount code food heals for 20 percent off any global healing center brand product the Food Hills Podcast starts now. All right, today we're going to play my interview with Carlos from the Healing Cancer in the Century Summit, which bridges the gap between modern integrative medical science, mind-body connection, energy healing science, and spiritual science. With over 1 million views from people all over the world in the last three cancer online video summits, the search for healing is still on. And I'm just so excited to be a part of this year's summit among experts, like much smarter than I am. But there's Dr. Ben Johnson, who was featured in the movie The Secret. You all know Avita Rampart, who we've also had on the show, who healed her ovarian cancer naturally. And even Dr. Oz's Reiki healer. Pamela Miles. And I just love Carlos's personal story. Yeah, the founder is amazing. Carlos became an energy healer and a Reiki master when after working as the director of engineering for 15 years at the Valley Cancer Institute, an integrative cancer treatment center in Los Angeles, California, his son was healed from a terrible, terrible autoimmune disease, which was caused by excessive vaccinations. He got 23 vaccinations at age three, which is unheard of. Oh my God. His son's immune system was so distorted, confused, and messed up that it attacked his own kidneys. He couldn't urinate and ended up in the ER. 
Yeah, so after six months of suffering, Carlos's wife found a homeopathic doctor in India and an energy healer in the U.S. And these two healers and doctors, they facilitated their son's healing in only three weeks, got him back to health. Carlos promised himself that if he found a cure for his son, since the medical establishment didn't have any, he would spread the word around the world. And that's exactly why he's doing the Healing Cancer in the Century Summit. Just he wants to spread the knowledge. And, you know, it's just like what we're doing. Yeah, it's exactly what we're doing, yeah. right? Spreading the, spread the love. Spreading the love. So next up is Allison's interview from the summit. It's being called an imminent human disaster by the World Health Organization. Each year, more than 14 million people globally are diagnosed with cancer, and more than 8 million don't survive. 15 million new cases are expected in the next five years alone. So clearly, we're in the midst of a cancer epidemic of staggering proportions. Now the good news is, there's a variety of effective integrative, alternative and holistic approaches to cancer and other diseases to heal the body, mind and spirit. We know that finding these safe, proven treatments in the maze of available options can be overwhelming. And this is why Carlos Caridad created the Healing Cancer in This Century Summit. For 23 years, he was Director of Engineering at the Valley Cancer Institute, an integrative hypothermia cancer clinic in Los Angeles, where he interviewed hundreds of cancer-free patients who'd graduated from the clinic. He was astonished at the number of patients that had experienced emotional trauma, stress and chronic negative emotions in their lives and came to the conclusion, like many other doctors and practitioners, that it was a direct cause of their illness. Let's welcome to the Healing Cancer in the Century, Alison Melody. Thank you for having me, Carlos. Yeah. It's so lovely to meet you. I saw that the very good friend, a common friend, Evita, is seen. By the way, you have an incredible project, your movie, Food Heals. Yes. Why Evita is in your film? Evita is a wonderful, amazing, inspiring human being. I want to spend all my time with her because she is a light. She's a force of nature that just lights up a room when she walks in. And so you asked why is she in my film. My film is Food Heals, and it's about the healing power of nutrition. And I met Evita, I believe, in 2009, so quite a few years ago. And she hired me to take her pregnancy photos. And as we were driving to the location in Malibu, she said, oh, by the way, did you know that I healed myself from ovarian cancer naturally? No drugs, no chemo, no surgery. And I said, oh, by the way, did you know that I was doing a film on people that have healed cancer naturally? So we were fast friends and we've been friends ever since. <laughs> Fantastic. And you say that age 26, you endured the devastating loss of both your parents to cancer. Mm -hmm. I want you to see that I highlight <laughs> things because you said needlessly suffering. Yes. Why? I believe that they were needlessly suffering from a cure that brought more pain than the disease originally brought. And so what that means is they were in less pain and they were less aging and they were more vibrant before they started the treatments for their disease. And when you witness that, you think, well, this is all a means to an end for them to then become the vibrant, even more vibrant than they were before the disease. But that was not what happened in either case. First, my mother had multiple sclerosis, then cancer. Then my father had typical Western American problems like high blood pressure and all that. And then he also got cancer and unfortunately they both passed away. And in both experiences, one after another, I watched them take the doctor's pill that made them worse off than they were when they started. 
and in theory, they were supposed to get better. But in both cases, they both got exceedingly, exceedingly worse. I watched them shrivel before my eyes, and they never got better until the day that they died. And so to me, that said to me, there's got to be another way, and I was determined to find it. What puzzles me actually makes me very sad and angry that this didn't happen last century. It happened a few years ago. Yes. This is very sad. And I was working in this integrative holistic hypertermia clinic since 1989, and that happened after that. And now you have a degree in spiritual psychology. Mm -hmm. Why did you study spiritual psychology? Well, what happened was after I lost both of my parents and I decided there had to be a better way, I started reading and studying and meeting people and it all came together. And I realized that one of the ways to reverse chronic degenerative disease is through nutrition. So I became extremely passionate about nutrition, so passionate, I still am, cheers. <laughs> um, but kind of to the point of no return where I, I almost went too far into nutrition. I had to come back to balance and go, all right, Nutrition is one component, it's not every component. Um, and so I discovered that one of the things that people are also dealing with is undealt with unresolved issues. So trauma can mean a whole scope of things to different people, but if we don't heal that, it festers. We must heal that in order to be these healthy, vibrant beings. There is no pill for that. An antidepressant does not cure that. It is facing the issue. It is realizing what you went through, honoring it, acknowledging it, crying it out, screaming it out, getting that energy out of your body, allowing the healing energy to come in so that then you can thrive. But until you get there, you're always going to be suffering and you're not going to know why. And eventually, it is um, my belief is that that turns toxic in your body and leads to all kinds of different chronic conditions, if not terminal disease. Well, in energy healing, in the world of energy healing, this is called um, energy blockage because all these traumas produce some kind of blockage that doesn't let the energy flow. Yes. And as an energy healer, I know how the relief of this emotional trauma gives way to move on in life. Yeah. And uh, this is one of the, actually the main reason of this summit, for people to be aware, and there is nothing wrong if you have been suffering as a child. My mother died of brain cancer, and when I was organizing this summit, I realized all of a sudden I had this moment Yes, my mother had emotional traumas that she was eating over the years. Mm -hmm. It was inside of her. And uh, that was, uh, to me, one of the main reasons of her cancer, because she was healthy, she exercised, she was a teacher, she painted, she did all the fun things of life. Yeah. How come all of a sudden a brain tumor of the size of an apple, and from there she has just two months to live? Yeah. And uh, this is the reason we are doing this. Yeah, and I do have to say that I really, really, truly believe that a disease such as cancer is multifactorial. Mm -hmm. And so what that means to me is that you didn't just get cancer because of, let's say, a gene. You didn't just get cancer because of your poor diet. You got cancer because of a multitude of factors that all combined together to make the perfect storm of 
I don't know what the word is. Shit. Am I allowed to cuss on here? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but the point is, is that it may be a combination of unresolved childhood issues, festering, poor diet, anger. You know, we don't know. Genes. Um, it runs in your family. Like, there are so many factors that contribute it contribute to it to make this perfect storm. And so you can't blame it on one thing. And therefore, there isn't one single cure, Band-Aid approach does not work. You cannot just kill it with a certain kind of medicine. You have to, if it's multifactorial cause, you have to look at all those causes and heal all those causes. Well, you said something very important because as a human beings, we are all different. So the yeah. healing that happened to one person may not work for another one. Very true. And, and we need to heal. A, a great, great philosopher said we need to heal the invisible if we are going to heal the visible. Yes. So we need to take care of our biology at the cellular level, uh, vitamins, supplements, food, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual too. You know, Evita told me. You know, Carlos, it, it was, I did the, the toxin cleansing. And by the way, I did the Evita's cleansing Two weeks ago, it was amazing. I anyway. love her cleanse. She's awesome. <laughs> and she told me, it wasn't just a cleansing and the toxin. I did a spiritual healing. Yes. Because she went through her things in life. Yeah. So it's very important what you said. So we are presenting all these mm, modalities, let's put it that way. And you have to choose what resonates with your heart. You have to sit down one day, maybe close your eyes and say, do, should I do this? And don't give the power to a person. Especially one of the emotional traumas of cancer, and I learned from another of our speakers, is when the doctor comes and tells them, you're going to live so many months. This is a big trauma. And uh, it's needlessly, like you said here. Mm -hmm. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. So a lot, what we tell ourselves becomes true for us. And so a lot of times, and a doctor can never accurately predict how long someone will live. That's actually absolutely impossible. Mm -hmm. But the reason that they're right so many times is because that person, that patient, takes that information, absorbs that into their psyche, and decides that is true for them. And that is the most unfortunate thing. I think that's one of the things that is wrong with the Western medicine model is you should never, ever give that person a certain amount of months because that then becomes true for them when no one knows how much time they have. And if they decide they have more time, they're going to have more exactly. time. Exactly. Well, that has been scientifically proven love by Dr. Bruce Lipton, mm -hmm. the biology of belief. Mm -hmm. And I remember when he was talking about Angelina Jolie, he said, you know, I don't think that it's necessary to, to do that surgery to take both breasts. Because if you are believing that, yes, do that. Because it's very yes. likely that you may have that. Because if you are on beliefs, it's yes. self-fulfilling self prophecy. Yes. Yeah. After the, uh, the emotional trauma of seeing your parents uh, pass away, how did you get to be the amazing person that you are now? <laughs> You're so sweet. I'm not that amazing. I have plenty of, I'm a normal person. I have plenty of issues just like everyone else. Um, but thank you. Um, how did I become where I am? You know, I, I definitely experienced some ups and downs and I really got close to going the more depression, everything sucks, everything's horrible. Like I went down, I went up. My mother is such a good model of this. She was always a glass half full person. She was always um, a happy-go-lucky person, even though she was suffering so terribly from multiple sclerosis from my childhood until the day that she died and it got progressively worse. She was still 
the happy influence. And even if she actually felt depressed and angry, she kept that from her daughter. And so she was a model for me. And so I feel like I have to be that model for others. And so, you know, I do make sure that I am what I am on the surface is what actually I am also inside, but you know, I'm not perfect. I have so many moments of sadness and depression and wanting to give up. And then I know there are days where I have to stay in bed and that still happens to this day. And I'm hoping that will go away, but look, I'm human. And so I just want to do everything I can to raise awareness, spread education and show people there are all these alternative ways to heal. And that is my mission in life. Had I not gone through in this trauma, who knows what I'd be doing, you know? Maybe I'd be on drugs somewhere because I was bored. <laughs> so at least I was able to transform it to something good. However, I'm not over it. I'm not okay yet. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. Well, what you said is crucial because many people with cancer, I tell you a little story. The best friend of my wife, she had breast cancer that was diagnosed, and they brought it to the clinic. She came to the clinic I was working in two months. She was cancer-free. However, because we were in this spiritual path, we were not supposed to get sick mm -hmm. because we have all this amazing uh, help and yeah. uh, meditation technique. So after that, she went back. Um, she has to commute an hour every day, but the cancer came back mm -hmm. and she came back to these clinics. She went to another place, but she felt, this is my opinion, the uh, like the blame or the... the that she wasn't doing the things right because mm -hmm. she, the cancer came back. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, she lost her life, be, uh, but in that situation, that she didn't even want her friends to come to see her. Oh. So it's very important to know, and, and, and I'm sure that you have a lot of experience, that we don't need to blame ourselves. Yes. Actually, in the spiritual world, there is no blame, there is no judgment, mm -hmm. there is no punishment. So this is a self-inflicted problem that it has to disappear. Many people who are listening to uh, Alison, they will feel right now their weight lifted mm -hmm. because that's the weight mm, that is supposed to be. I also have my days that I wake up uh, late and I punish myself mentally, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, we can be lazy one day. And the other important thing that you say that is crucial I know many incredible souls who have been through hell in, in, from childhood for many years, abused for many years, and you know they became incredible souls and they're helping a, a lot of people, That's thousands beautiful. of people. Yeah. And they have the same problems. It's like the problem is not going to be away. It's our attitude. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Food Heals Podcast, where you'll find the tools to become a hotter, healthier, happier you. We'll be right back with Allison Melody and Susie Hardy. Food Heals Nation, if you are looking for the highest quality supplements, the most luscious organic skincare, and a brand name that you can trust to be free from toxic chemicals, look no further than the Global Healing Center. I have been using their products for years. Their Parfait Visage face lotion literally makes my skin look younger. And it comes in a beautiful bottle, so it is perfect as a gift as well. And the Oxy Powder Colon Cleanse Capsules are the most powerful detox supplements I have ever use they get everything out and they don't leave you feeling full or uncomfortable 
The mission of the Global Healing Center is to bring back good health, positive thinking, happiness, and love, and they want to help you realize that your body is a self-healing mechanism. Well, I couldn't agree more, so I've teamed up with Dr. Group and the Global Healing Center to bring you a discount exclusive to Food Heals listeners. Go to their website at globalhealingcenter.com, pick out the items you want, and use the discount code FOODHEALS, all one word, for 20% off your purchase, plus free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. 20% off is a great deal, Food Heals Nation. I love their products, and I know you will too. You are listening to the Food Hills Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Now, you say that the body can heal itself. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I believe that our bodies are perfect. I believe that we are born with bodies that heal themselves automatically. And if you think about when you're a kid and you get a cut and you put a Band-Aid on it and you wait until it clears and your skin goes back to normal, that is the same thing with our bodies. Our bodies can heal anything thrown its way if given the proper tools. What happened, unfortunately, is our Modern society, especially in the U.S., we're eating the standard American diet, which is very, very, very toxic. So we're overloading our body so that it's not able to detox all this crap we're putting in it. We're putting it through more stress than, I mean, past centuries, right? And I know everyone argues about, oh, we used to have to chase for our food and run and blah, blah, blah. That's a different type of stress. These are two different types of stresses. So right now, we're living in a world where we're full of toxic stress, we're full of toxic emotions, and we're full of toxic food. The body can only handle so much. It's not designed to handle what we've created. Therefore, when we cannot detox all this crap that's coming in, we create diseases created in the body, and the body's unable to heal itself. Now, if you are doing a lot with nutrition, a lot with anti-stress, a lot with healing traumas, you can keep in balance and your body can continue to heal itself from the little bumps that come on the way. If I eat some GMO food, my body can heal itself because I'm not eating it every day, I'm eating it once a month, right? Let's say something like that. So you have to find that balance. So when I say the body can heal itself, I 100% believe that. You just have to give it the tools that it needs. And if you're chronically ill, you've got to backpedal and go, I got to do a lot. If you're healthy, you just got to do a little to maintain, right? If you're chronically ill, you can reverse this. You can allow the body to heal itself by alkalizing the body with fruits, vegetables, nuts, beans, seeds, green juice, smoothies, healthy food, healthy thoughts, letting go of toxic relationships. In the case of Evita, our mutual friend who healed herself of ovarian cancer, she was in a toxic marriage. And in order to heal, part of that process was divorcing her husband and getting out of a toxic relationship. So when you're chronically ill or degeneratively ill or, you know, sometimes terminal, terminal doesn't necessarily mean you're going to die, um, You've got to make major lifestyle changes to allow the body to heal itself. Well, you touched something very interesting that I witnessed myself when I was in the integrative hyperthermia clinic. Yeah. All women with breast cancer told me about the toxic relationship that they have, yeah. a bitter breakup and, or, or divorce. Yeah. So I know this uh, for a fact. Now, when we were off camera, you said something that broke my heart and gave me so much hope at the same time. It's very, very interesting because it's all along 
of uh, what the energy healers uh, we do. Mm -hmm. And you told me there is an A score mm -hmm. that was a research from the CDC. Yes. And by the way, you know, every time that uh, people mention the CDC, my initials are CDC. And I just cannot believe it. <laughs> but tell me about this, the A score. And uh, I know that it's something that you don't work for the CDC. So if you need to yeah, get your phone, get definitely. it. <laughs> so um, the A score, as I understand it, was commissioned by the CDC. And it's a study of adverse childhood experience and how that affects the rest of your life. And there are points. And so if you've experienced so many traumas, and there are 10 that they start with, and then you can build on that. Um, but that will, it's kind of a predictor of how your lifestyle is going to end up. And so if you know that, you can change it. So I'm not an expert on it, so I would like to read so that anyone watching can get more information about this, but I don't want to speak for it, so I yes, would like to read. I, I would like you to read these <laughs> okay. 10 traumas because... Yes. So people will know that we are subject to that. Yes. There are 10 types of childhood trauma measured in the ACE study. Five are personal, physical abuse, verbal abuse, sexual abuse, physical neglect, and emotional neglect. Five are related to other family members. So let's say a parent who is an alcoholic, a mother who is a victim of domestic violence, a family member in jail, a family member diagnosed with a mental illness, or the disappearance of a parent through divorce, death, or abandonment. So each of these traumas counts as one when you're getting up on this ACE score. So if you have a person who has been physically abused, they have one alcoholic parent and a mother who was beaten up, they would have an A score of three. And they do, you know, they want to tell you, like, they know that there are other childhood traumas that can be counted. And so they go through that there. So you can think of something you've been through and probably that would count. Um, so the most important thing to remember is the ACE score is meant as a guideline. So, you know, if you experience other types of toxic stress over months or years, then those would likely increase your risk of health consequences in the future. And so this is actually a predictor of a lot of things like chronic disease, um, unless you figure it out and then you can reverse it, right? Mm -hmm. But in general, this is a study done on people who just live their life after going through these um, traumatic experiences. Uh, if you want to learn more about this, you can read the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, which is the largest, most important public health study you've ever heard of, which began in an obesity clinic. And this is from the ACE-Score website. The CDC's ACE study uncovered a stunning link between childhood trauma and chronic diseases that people develop as adults, as well as social and emotional problems such as heart disease, lung cancer, diabetes, many autoimmune diseases, depression, violence, being a victim of violence, and suicide. But, Alison, I am shocked because this is a scientific proof of the relationship between emotional trauma and health. It really is bridging the gap between public health and holistic health because it's bringing two, two parties together that are essentially saying the same thing in different ways. This is amazing. I, as soon as I get home, I'm going to read about that. Yeah, it's because very fascinating. You know, I, I was doing my own speech and this lady interviewing me. She's a reporter. She said, Carlos, you have more scientific proof. I said, well, there is a that website. But that one is the only proof that everybody knows to make the correlation between emotional trauma and health. Yes. I mean, let's say something very simple. Let's say when you fell in love for the first time, what did you feel? 
I felt elation, happiness. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we feel it here. Did you go to the doctor and ask, doctor, I have all these symptoms. What do I have? <laughs> Did you? No. You know it, right? You knew it. Right. And before when your uh, older sister or your friend told me, oh, I am in love with you, oh, this is rubbish. But when you felt it, you didn't know anybody no. to tell you, right? <laughs> and if you uh, have ever had a broken heart, mm -hmm. have you? Of course, okay. I'm human. What do, you feel? <laughs> what do you feel? Sadness, depression, oh, I don't want to live. Like. What about your energies? Down, low. Mm. So did you need to go to the doctor and tell them? No. So you knew it. Yes. Your body knew, yes. right? So we all know that. And this uh, relationship between emotional trauma and health is, is just obvious. Yes. Well, this is what we are trying to, to create in this summit. A shift on human consciousness yeah. to understand the importance of reduced stress. Maybe you have to go to the beach. Uh, that's what I do. I, I realize that when I am stressed, uh, stressed out because of whatever my work, I go to run to the park mm. and I go to the sauna. I go to ride to the beach and I jump into the freezing cold water because I get out of there and I feel completely renewed. Yeah. You don't have to go to an, an expensive energy heat. <laughs> so expensive, by the way, because health has no price. But uh, this is incredible. Mm. No, I love that. It's like the cure isn't a bottle of pills that you have to take to make yourself better. The cure can be as simple as going outside exactly. in nature. Oh, hang out with friends. Yes, One raise day, your vibration. Yeah, Alison, I was in the hallway of the clinic and I saw a patient that left the clinic a year ago, cancer free. So, Peter, you're back. Yes, my prostate cancer came back. And he had a book by Dan, Dr. Dan Arnish, Love yes. and Survival. Yes. And he said, Carlos, after all this time, I know what is causing me the cancer to come back. I instill whole grudge and anger of my wife cheating on me. Wow. So when I said this, I am very graphic and specific because many people think that um, just women go through that. You know, women fail too. And we have the same emotional trauma in yeah. a romantic relationship and everything else. So he said, and Carlos, this is what is going to heal me. I am, I, after the, the cancer and, and the upset that I had, I went to live in the middle of nowhere. Now I know that I have to come back to the city and get together with friends. Mm -hmm. That's what you just said. Yeah. So even could be that one, going to the beach, going to, in nature to, to take a hike. Not that somebody sends you to take a hike. You take a hike for yourself. <laughs> All right. What are the factors? that play into whether your body is healthy or diseased. What do you think about that? What other factors play into whether your body is healthy or diseased? You know, it's your attitude because you can heal yourself and your body can heal itself, but what are you telling yourself? And if you're telling yourself every day, I'm not good enough, oh, let's say you're drinking your green juice and doing your yoga every day and you're saying, I didn't do enough. That's toxic to your body. And so when you're doing these things to raise your health and to boost your immune system, are you saying, I'm amazing? Or are you saying, well, that, that was stupid. I wasn't as good as the girl next to me in yoga class and I just didn't drink enough green juice today. So what's the point? 
Well, that's your attitude. That's going to cause you chronic disease before anything else is. So the nutrition is not going to serve my body if I'm saying, oh, well, it's stupid. If I don't believe it, it's not going to work for me. That, And I can tell you proof positive from my dad because... When my dad got sick is when I first was like learning about cleanses and stuff like what Avita did, which is she did a very hardcore raw food, green juice cleanse, coffee enemas, everything to cleanse her body so that the cancer could not survive. So she starved the cancer out. So before I met her, I still was learning about this from books and everything. So I started giving my dad the green juice and the garlic and everything like that. My dad was like, get rid of this. Give me my cigar, give me my beer or my liquor, and let me live my life. He doesn't believe in the green juice, so the green juice wasn't going to help him anyways, right? And so it's really about attitude and belief. But you know what? I had to learn, and it was a really hard lesson, to respect my father's wishes and his beliefs. So even if he didn't believe what I believed, he was ready to go. And he would have had a very high ACE score. He had multiple traumas throughout his life brother as a young boy run over by a car father who killed himself so he had grew up with a grieving mother his whole life got his life together got married married my mother had me had a great life for a while lost his wife love of his life to cancer this man had so much unresolved trauma turned him into a you know person that needed had codependency on alcohol and cigarettes right he had a great job. He did well in life. He, if you looked at it from the outside, you would say, oh, this man has it all. But his inner struggle was so deep, and I could never understand it because I hadn't been through it yet. Now that I've had traumas, I actually can relate to him a lot more after his death, unfortunately. But he didn't talk about it. And so that's why I talk about my shit. <laughs> Excuse my French, but if I don't talk about them and I hold them in and I make them toxic in my you know, then as much green juice as I drink, I'm going to get sick too. And so I'm going to choose not to, and I'm going to talk about my trauma. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I love the, the way they express everything very clear. <laughs> mm, and about three weeks ago, we went to Vancouver to interview Dr. Adam McLeod, who was known as a, Adam the Dream Healer. Mm -hmm. He started doing energy healing, especially at a distance at age 15. Mm -hmm. And he became a naturopathic doctor a few years ago. And he said that it's very important the attitude with the food because if I drink this and I think, oh, this tastes uh, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's going to be bad for you. Yeah. However, um, there are people, I know that many people, I, I've been vegetarian since I was 19, so I promote that, my oh, kids wow. are vegetarian. Yeah. However, there are five places in the world where there is the highest longevity. Mm -hmm. The blue and, zones. And yes, exactly, you know <laughs> that. And, and people are happy. And they eat meat, like in Italy, they drink wine, and they live until over 100 years. Yes. Why? Because they are happy, they have the family support. Mm -hmm. So it's crucial what you said, um, that we need to have the right attitude, not just with the food, but with everything. Yeah. And I, I believe it's important the, uh, the attitude would take the challenge of life. Mm -hmm. That's related. I absolutely agree. Mm, Alison, if you could give a tip, an exercise, some kind of uh, mm, something that people can do right now yeah. to start improving their health, what would you tell them? 
You know, I would say that previously I would have told them to get a juicer, get a blender, and be making greens every day. That would be my first tip. But I'm going to tell you what my number one tip is now after I've gone through a lot of things. My number one tip is now get a piece of paper, write down all the crap you're going through that you're angry about, that you're stressed about, that you're unhappy with. Write it down. You can cuss. You can don't be perfect. Don't care about your handwriting. No one's ever going to see this. I hate this person. I hate this job, whatever it is. Then you're going to crumble up and you're going to burn it that's going to take out the energy that is bringing you down, that makes your shoulders hunch over, that makes you go, I don't want to wake up without my coffee today, right? That's going to open your energy because you're going to get rid of that crap you're holding on to. You're going to burn it so no one can ever see it. So it's out of you. So it's gone. Like you watch that, those flames and don't do this in an apartment. If you're in an apartment, flush it. Okay. <laughs> but if you're, if you have a safe space that you can burn it, get rid of that energy. And then you can go make your green juice. You can go do all these things. You can go to your yoga class. You can go to your counseling session, whatever you choose to do to make yourself healthier. But if you're holding on to all this toxic emotion, this toxic stress, then like we were talking about earlier, these fruits and veggies aren't going to help, right? And so it's called Write and Burn, and I highly recommend it. It's emotionally cleansing. It's spiritually cleansing, and it just feels good. It hurts at the time. I'm not going to lie. It hurts. But when you're done, there's a freedom in that. There's a love. You're able to experience this instant, like, release and self-love and then you feel powerful and then you want to go do something like whether it's like oh I didn't want to make my green smoothie today because I just don't feel like it and I want to eat my burger instead after write and burn you're like I want to go do something good for myself and so you know as much as I'm a proponent that food heals that's my entire brand that's my film that's my podcast that's my website what else heals love heals Love is loving yourself. How do you love yourself? By taking actions every day to support your own body, your own mental health, your own emotional and spiritual health. Of course, I agree 500% with what you said. Because um, there is a forgiveness process the Hawaiian, in the Hawaiian tradition called Ho'oponopono. And about three years ago, I went to a seminar, four-day seminar, who has nothing to do with spirituality. However, the person who was teaching the seminar said, we are going to practice this. I said, I am open to all that, of course. And I did this forgiveness process with uh, just my family. And the chronic pain that I had on the other side of my heart, it went away. That day, with the, the, the process was long, was half an hour, you can do it in five or ten minutes. And the chronic pain came back milder, and I did it on my own, it went away. That was three years ago, it never came back. I love that story so much, Carlos. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um, it actually happened to me too, so similarly. And this is really interesting because as much as I believe in all the stuff we're talking about, this was the hardest one for me to grasp, that physical pain manifests in the body as a symptom 
of an unreleased or toxic emotion rather than I blamed my pain on my car accident. I was in a car accident about two and a half years ago. And at the time, I didn't have any pain, but right after I started experiencing a pain on my right side. And everyone said, oh, it's just like after the accident, this is the pain. Then I read a book, which I've already read before. This was not new information, but you know, some things come back across your path and you have to read it again to really understand it, by Louise Hay, and it's about you can heal your life. And she has in the back an index of every type of pain and what it could possibly mean. So I had pain on my right side, severe, for months and months and months, like over a year. And I attributed it to my car accident. I was going to physical therapy, nothing was working. I read her book and her book said, pain on the right side of your back means anger and unresolved issues with father. Well, well let me do? just tell you, I was mad. I was like, I'm not mad at my dad. The tears came out. I was mad at my dad. I was mad at him for dying. I was mad at him for leaving his little girl. I was angry and I hadn't resolved it. I had gone to school at University of Santa Monica Spiritual Psychology. I had done all this healing work. I was healed. I was up here. Well, sometimes you have to look back and reflect and go, I did a lot of work, but it doesn't mean I'm there yet. And I've been working on it and the pain's not gone, but I'm functioning again. It's better than it was. And I know now it wasn't the car accident. It was unresolved emotions. And it's so much better. Like I had a point where I couldn't raise the arm and now I'm back in doing Pilates and raising it. There was a point where I couldn't raise it past here. And so it's gotten better. And I'm not in physical therapy anymore. This is all emotional therapy that is healing the side of my back. So That's our bodies are always talking to us. <laughs> that, that was an amazing story because it will make people understand and introspect and maybe find things yeah. that they can heal themselves. So first of all, read Louise Hay book. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anything by Louise Hay will change your life. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> She's amazing. When we're talking about the attitude of the food, it makes me remember the studies of, I don't remember the Japanese doctor who studied water. That the, oh yeah. The attitude that we put on the water or the food influence, influence the molecular structure. Yeah. And he took pictures and when you put the regular water was all mm, a messy structure, but when you thought of love, or peace, mm -hmm. or something like that, the structure of the water change. And when you drink that, that energy will go to you. And uh, about so cool. six months ago, I was going through a period that the, I, I realized I lost my enthusiasm. And if I don't have enthusiasm for me, it's crucial. I cannot perform, I cannot yeah. work. Well, I grab my water, in three days my life changed. Because oh. I, this is what we were taught when we were kids, to pray, but we have no clue how we were doing. So your intention energetically changed the structure of the energetic structure, the water, the juice, the fruit. If you get a, an orange, make an intention, a healing intention. It could be physical, mental, spiritual, anything, and emotional, right? Yeah. And so you can start healing yourself just by doing that. And I start practicing. Have you heard about Til Swan? You need to, to, to learn it. She's okay. an amazing woman who has been through through really terrible uh, childhood. 
Mm. And she said, the memories, I was here like you, but the memories uh, don't go away. And uh, she can see the energy, and she said, I can see the energy, how the energy changes on, on, the, on the water. So she started practicing, and in, in a, f a few weeks, all the depression went away. So I said, if she did it, why can't? So everybody can do it. Cheers oh my again. God, cheers, I love what? that. What is your intention? <laughs> okay, my intention is for um, this green juice to heal my body and give me ultimate vitality. That's amazing. What's yours? Uh, my, mine will be for enthusiasm and love. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do differently to help your parents or a loved one? Let's say somebody had cancer that you couldn't do with your parents because you didn't have the knowledge? This is a really tough one for me, Carlos, because I do have someone in my life that is going through cancer right now and um, doesn't believe in this type of healing process. And so all I can do is be the most supportive friend that I can be and provide her with information. Um, whether she takes it in or not is not up to me. And that is the biggest lesson I have ever learned is that you cannot change another person. You cannot force your beliefs or your will on them. And it's so hard. It makes me want to cry because when my mother was sick, we had no awareness of nutrition, no awareness of spirituality, no awareness of energy, no awareness of anything we've talked about today. Um, and then when my father was sick is when my eyes started to open. I was just getting into the juicing and the smoothies and the fact that there were people with stage four cancer who had reversed their disease and gone on to live long, healthy, vitality-driven lives. I was just discovering it. So I tried so hard to help him, and he wasn't having it. Then, after that, I experienced my roommate, my very close friend to this day, having experiencing breast cancer, who did not want to hear it from me. I gave her books, documentaries, I made her juice, I did everything. And she decided to go the Western medical route. And to this day, we're still great friends. And she says now, she couldn't hear it then. But if she ever got cancer again, she would not do Western medicine. She would 100% do uh, Gerson therapy, which is basically juicing all day, starving the cancer out of your body, putting all the healing nutrients, therapy, um, enemas, coffee enemas, all this kind of thing, kind of similar to what Avita did. Anyways, and now, so I realized I couldn't help her, but in retrospect, she says, thank you. And now I have someone very close to me who I consider so dear to my heart, and it's not for her. And so what can I do except be a supporting, loving person. I send her positive prayers, vibes, and energy. I ask her how she's doing. I ask her what I can do to support her, but I cannot force my beliefs on her. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry to hear that. It's, it's very tough. Usually the closest one to us <laughs> don't listen to us. Look, if it was my husband, I would be a little <laughs> more aggressive. I would be like, you're doing this or we're getting divorced. <laughs> But, like you know, the truth is, <laughs> it really does depend on their the person. 
um, how open they are, how much that you feel comfortable with their energy, sharing information, and how pushy you feel comfortable being. Because there are some people that you may lose a friendship to if yes. you tell them yes. what you want. And so I'm choosing not to lose the friendship with this person that I'm speaking of now. But if it was my husband, I would probably divorce him <laughs> if he didn't do what I say. But luckily, he's on the same page. Okay. So he believes right. what we believe. And he yeah. hasn't had an experience. So it's all influenced by my experience. And That's the, I don't stop talking about this all day. Like he comes on, <laughs> like, guess what I read today? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, Alisa, if people want to get more information about healing themselves, mm -hmm. where they, they, can they go? Oh gosh, so many places, so many places. Um, you know, I think there's one documentary on the podcast that guests always say changed their lives. So I would like to point this one out. It's called Forks Over Knives. Um, that's a great documentary that you can watch just to get an overview of what's going on, what can be done. Another one I love, I love documentaries, so it's probably be all documentaries, but um, The Beautiful Truth, which is about Gerson therapy that we were talking about. And essentially it goes through um, the causes of cancer and how you can reverse it without Western medicine and no one is knocking Western medicine here if I'm in a car accident mm -hmm. Give me drug surgery stitch me up. No problem. I want to be knocked out and taken care of um, But this is about everything you can do to either complement Western medicine or to go instead of Western medicine When you don't need it because it's not always necessary um, So what resources um, so many websites? I just interviewed a wonderful doctor dr. McDougall you can go to his website um, You can go to healing cancer in the which is Carlos's website. You can listen to my podcast, the Food Heals podcast on iTunes, Knockout by Suzanne Summers, Food Inc., Sophie Uliano. I mean, there are so many people that are changing the world right now. Um, I'm forgetting a ton of resources, but there's so many. You have a, over 50 podcasts in your... Yes, I think we're about episode 60-something right now. So, yeah. So this is enough to get a... a a lot of good information. You will get a lot of information. We talk to, um, if we're speaking primarily about cancer, we have a number of stories, including Evita's, of people who have healed themselves of cancer naturally, who are living vibrant, fight, wonderful lives, um, who some of them were told they were going to pass away. They, they were terminal, and um, some of them weren't, but either way, they've all healed themselves. And then we have a lot of different kind of advice. So we talk about acne, and we talk about things that, you know, might just practical. be practical things. So we talk about a lot of things, but all our all our message is, is do everything you can before you end up in the doctor's office, and what can you do with nutrition, and how can you heal yourself first? We have one of our speakers is a specialist on Gerson therapy, so. Wonderful. Anthony Serna. And Gerson.org. <laughs> yes. yes. Now, do you have any dream or project in the near or future? Um, that would probably be my film, Food Heals. We've been working on it for quite a few years. It's so close to my heart that when it comes out, it's going to be, um, you know, the culmination of so much of my heart, soul, and hard work for the past few years. And so that's really my heart-centered project right now. And it's, you know, following people that are healing. It's showing stories of people just like yourself who have come to this realization and are now helping people to heal. And it's just a loving film. We're not, it's not Michael Moore. We're not attacking the pharmaceuticals. We're not attacking Western medicine. We're going, mm -hmm. this is a place of love and just 
happiness. Yeah, there is no need to do that. We need to bring the best of everything. Yes. And are you talking in, in your food heals, food for the soul, food for the spirit? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Alison. This Thank was you. amazing. It's about 100 times more than well, we had that, that I expected. Okay. And <laughs> I think it was a, it's a ton of incredible information. Thank you so much for having me. Cheers. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.